So Moon Knight is over. All right, the finale happened um, on Wednesday. This final episode was Gods and Monsters. Um, while we're discussing the final episode, discuss a little bit of the episode five and four that we didn't really uh, talk about that much um, this past couple of weeks. Um, so in this Moon Knight series, in this final episode, you have everything coming to a head. Arthur Harrow, um, you know, Mark, um, Layla, uh, Mark. You seen them? He was in some trouble. Got shot um, in the chest a couple of times and ended up in the afterlife of Egypt. Um, and I really appreciate them bringing in a lot of that cultural stuff um, in Egypt. And even the showrunner of the mm -hmm. show is Egyptian himself. So I really appreciated that. They kind of had a lot of kind of that kind of coming in the show, which was very, very good. Um, so and, you know, with this final episode um, and with episode five, you see kind of the bond um, that Mark and Steven both have um, and how they've kind mm -hmm. of grown as characters together uh, being in this one body. Um which I thought was very nice to see um, and to see kind of, you know, him go willing to be going back for him because he's in this afterlife. He's in heaven. He's finally reached this peaceful existence um, that he's wanted to have his entire life. Um, you know what I mean? It, it, the rough life that Mark has had with his you see in episode five uh, with his mother, um, the situation. Yeah, happened. it's yeah. Episode five yeah. is for me. That's the single best hour of television that Marvel Studios. The character work that they do, the portrayal of a dissociative identity disorder from what few psychologists I've talked to, it's dead on accurate because a lot yeah. that is how people with that disorder, they how they how a lot of the uh, alters appear. It's to protect uh, the primary from trauma like that. And it's horrifying to see. Also, that dad ain't shit. Fuck that guy. Yeah. No. Yeah, I kind of thought that that was the same dude from Morbius. I kind of thought that was a detective from Morbius at first. <laughs> um, I was like, oh, is that the same guy? I was like, oh, no, it turns out not. Oh. Um, but uh, I'm going to go around, uh, let everybody kind of with their thoughts. Uh, you know, Hunter, I'm going to let go last because he was he felt so special getting those first four episodes. He's like, well, I got the oh, first yeah, four you know, Hunter. I, I got the first Fuck four episodes. Fuck you. And, uh, he, felt, <laughs> he felt so special about it. No, you chat, know. boo this man. You know, uh, but at the end he had to wait like all of us. So you know, we're going to have that again. Um, so that's uh, fine. It's fine. Uh, Dusk, what kind of your thoughts there on this Moon Knight <clears throat> finale? Um. So, uh, last um, last podcast, I talked about how I greatly enjoyed episode five, and if that had been the consistency of the whole show, it would have been one of the best um, Disney Plus shows they'd ever made. And the consistency of the writing on five should have been the consistency of writing for the rest. Um, and my only worry was, uh, there's a lot of plot threads. How are they going to wrap it up? And my concern was unfortunately met by the end of this finale. Mm. Uh, there is just frankly, just not enough time. There's not enough time to properly wrap up some aspects of the show. It's not enough time to make Moon Knight feel like he's properly Moon Knight. And, uh, we don't really get a lot of delving into the, the gods and goddesses of each Egyptian mythology, which I was looking forward to to maybe kind of get into now that they had no choice. Um, they kind of go, uh, just, I wanted, uh, I just wanted a little bit better pacing and a, and a better of 
this should have been like an hour 14 honestly if they're going to have a finale it's okay to extend the finale don't let it be just 40 add another 20 30 minutes to it and just let us breathe a bit because it was a little quick paced but that's what i've got yeah, for it's, me and it's so strange it's not out of like lack of resources because mm-hmm. it, it's like you're disney you could literally buy the planet <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, they own. It, it's yeah. No, sorry. I'll, no. I'll wait. <laughs> uh... you take your turn, sir. You take your turn. Ah, <laughs> uh-uh, you sit there and wait. <laughs> you will. We will. Talk, you will. Calm speak down, Carlson. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. <laughs> um. Uh, Duska, you are you done there or? Yeah, I'll let other people speak. Um, all right, Rose, what kind of your thoughts? I I agree that having the final episode be longer uh, definitely would have benefited them in the long run. And if if you wanted to even go like go for broke and just make the final episode feature length and surprise, it's a mini Moon Knight movie. Um, mm. Yeah, that would have been I, interesting. Are we getting spoilers yet? Um, yeah, we can do spoilers with Moon Knight, yeah. Okay. Um, the moment, the, the kind of fake-out or cop-out or however you want to think of it, of the, the final fight between Jake and Harrow, I know that made a lot of people mad. I've seen a lot of people ragging on it, but honestly, it made me laugh out loud. Just the, the bluntness of that almost comedic edit from one thing to, oh, hey, look at all these dead bodies again. <laughs> that <clears throat> really worked for me. Uh... I really, really loved Layla's costume. I think it was that character named the Scarlet Scarab, I think. Yes, yes it, correct. It's yeah. a version of Scarlet Scarab. She becomes the avatar for uh, the hippo goddess uh, Tarawet, who yeah. that entire exchange when uh, Tarawet's taking over her body is amazing. And props to May Kalamawi, because that very, very few actors could pull that off. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the finale felt a little undercooked, but coming after mm-hmm. the powerhouse that was that fifth episode, it probably was always going to. The, those are some mm. things to fill. So I, I think they did the best they could with what they had. Um, we hope we see more. I know uh, just a couple days ago, Oscar Isaac said there's currently no plans for a second season, and he could be completely lying. He's, he's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know Disney don't fuck around. Yeah, so I, I sincerely hope he comes back, because you don't get someone as, as talented and in demand as Oscar Isaac and only have him in one thing that's otherwise a complete standalone. I mean, on, on one hand, I do applaud their restraint and not having other characters from the MCU show up, but that said, if this does end up being the only thing that he did, why? Hmm. Um, yeah. And, oh, mm. uh, I was gonna add that they were supposed to have another MCU character. Apparently, uh, Camille Najani's character from Internals was gonna supposed to be in this, but they cut it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Still, I mean, he looks all that jacked for nothing. I mean, he didn't take off his shirt once. <laughs> yeah. He he turned into a Giga Chad for nothing. I don't understand what what what's going on. He was only in the movie for like five minutes. Yeah, he just like worked out and lifted weights and steroids for like a year and a half for nothing. Never took his shirt off. Yeah, um, disappointed. Yeah. Yep. Hashtag sadness. <laughs> um, 
So, Rose, so do you think, so um, if they do a second season, do, would you want to see this Moon Knight character be more integrated in the MCU, meet other characters? Or are you happy with Moon Knight being off in its own little pocket kind of world? A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. I mean, he definitely doesn't have to pop up in the next Avengers movie or, you know, whatever the big everyone comes mm. together crossover is going to be. But it seems like to me that they are loading the bases for Midnight Suns. Yeah. He's affiliated with. So if he is going to show up anywhere again, I would say it's either going to be in that or whenever they inevitably read the Netflix shows that they got the rights back to, it could probably pop up in the mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. type of hero. So I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Reese? I enjoyed the hell out of this series. <laughs> wow. Okay. Not just because of authorizing was a big reason why. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, this, not just because of daddy. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, I can't he- I can't help it if he's a beautiful I know, right? True. <laughs> uh yeah, this was this is really good. Uh my only concern really was with the last episode because again, Marvel's kind of having issues with sticking the landings on their endings for these shows, it seems, mm-hmm. other than maybe Loki. Um, but I was worried about it coming off of episode five. I'm like, there's there's still so many questions and still so many things to wrap up here, and how are they going to do it in like this 45 minute span? And I I spent a lot of the last episode a little bit confused because. There's a lot of back and forth between what's reality and what's not. There's a lot of mm-hmm. switching between, oh, is Harrow this person or is he the doctor or is he a mental patient? And it kind of felt mm. disjointed by the end. Um, I know a lot of it kind of boils down to, you know, the the relationship between Mark and Steven and how they're trying to you know, reconcile being in the same body, but at the same time, there's still that third altar that they kind of shoehorned in. There were little um, breadcrumbs of it, like the sarcophagus, I think it was in episode four. Um, the one sarcophagus in the room that was kind of shaking, but it didn't open, so it was kind of alluding to, oh, there's another altar, but they never really touched on it. Um, I think it's one of those shows where if you go back, knowing what you know after you've watched the whole thing, then you'll kind of mm-hmm. pick up on but if you're watching it straight through, uh, there's it's easy to miss that there's a third. And if, I feel like at the end, they're just like, oh, yeah, here's Jake Lockley. And uh, that's it. Bye, guys. So mm. I'm really hoping that there was a second <laughs> season because there's so much more of the story surrounding Jake's character mm-hmm. that lends context to the events of the show. And I feel like they just kind of, it was almost like an afterthought. Like they just left it to the very end and they're like, oh yeah, well, here's a, one more guy who Kanchu is really looking to take over. And uh, also Harold's dead. Uh, bye guys. Like, mm. I don't know. I just, it didn't up in a way that felt satisfying to me. Um, especially mm-hmm. after such a strong fifth episode that really delved into the backstory as to why he is the way he is and the traumas that led up to that. And then kind of switching back to, oh yeah, we forgot. We have to wrap the show up now. Like it, it mm-hmm. would have been better if it had even like another episode to yeah. really see mm-hmm. who it was and how, like, what his role was with regards to like the blackouts and you know when people end up dead. Is that Jake taking over because they said that he only takes over when 
they're in trouble. Like they're about to die, which we saw again in the last episode. So mm-hmm. I, I feel like he deserved to have a little bit more time kind mm-hmm. of flushing out who he is and when he comes out and how he became another alter, because really we don't, if you don't read the comics, then you don't know anything about this character really. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that was a missed opportunity on their part. So hopefully there's a second season. Overall, I really loved it. Oscar Isaac is such a good character actor and he's so good physically and like his face can be doing one thing and then his arms can be doing another thing. And we saw that with Layla as well, which is really, really good to see. So overall, yeah, really liked it. Um, mm-hmm. But again, it's just a, a matter of Marvel kind of needing to make the landing on their endings there. Um, did you like Layla when she turned into the Scarlet Scarab? cool but again it's just like they're trying to fit so much into the last episode mm-hmm. and it's kind of like oh yeah like here's another suit like they they kind of had that same problem with falcon and the winter soldier their last episode where finally we get to see the suit and we get new but hey this is the end like i get that they're setting up for a movie but it, it just feels so rushed when it would have benefited mm-hmm. from at least one more episode mm. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm kind of a, a the same mindset uh, about this show, but more so with Hawkeye than anything else, because they literally save introducing the main villain of the show to the last episode. Yeah. And here, yeah. here, I think, I think for shows, a show like this, a show like like Hawkeye, they, Marvel Studios needs to like be more flexible about how many episodes they're greenlighting for a series because. So many, uh, at least a lot of these, I feel like they needed one or two more episodes. Like, this could have been an amazing eight-episode miniseries. I think Hawkeye could have used, like, one more episode to get into Fisk's backstory. I think here we should have had, like, a lot of these shows do with the flashback episode. We should have gotten, like, Jake's point of view before getting to the finale. Mm. So, Reese, do you think, so, I don't know how you felt about the Netflix episode length with 13, um, and then this was... Too goddamn episode. many. So, do you think yeah, there's... Daredevil, Daredevil is the only one that, that used all 13 episodes effectively. Yeah. That was yeah. it. So, do you think that it should be somewhere like 8? That that should be a good number? I think 8. 8? Eight. Eight. Yeah. It's still concise, but it gives the narrative time to breathe. 8, 10 if you really need it. Yeah, because they're trying to wrap it up in six, and they they've been fumbling the bag each time. Yeah, uh, yeah, more, like more off, yeah, more often than not, they've fumbled the bag. I think Loki was the perfect length. I I liked uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldiers. I love that show. I think um, I think uh, Wandavision that was the perfect length, but that was also nine episodes. So, so okay, I'm gonna counter you on that because I think that's two episodes too long easily. Great. I think. Yeah. I think WandaVision could have been shorter, and Falcon and the Winter Soldier could use another episode. Yeah, mm. but see, that's why that's ironic. That's why I disagree with you because I think Falcon Winter Soldier is like perfectly paced for what it needs to be, but also yeah. those all those episodes, but also all those episodes are over fifty minutes, and that's the big thing that these shows need to start doing. Like, if each episode for these six episode runs is fifty five minutes, I think that's perfect, and. Keep in mind, too, that the finale for Falcon and Winter Soldier, that's 54 minutes, but the penultimate episode is 62. So it's like they cover a lot in the back half of the show. And um, I think the finales, so I think WandaVision's finale is really good to great, but there there's a lot going on. I think Hawkeye's finale absolutely is actually 
quite awesome, but it is missing an episode for Fisk. That's something I like mm. that I just went to your point, Nick, and we talked about this, that the the so much falls on the Fisk reveal, and that's done in like the the last thirty it's seconds done. of the penultimate. It's, it's like, done and it feels like an afterthought. It feels like they yeah. may very well have been. So 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 it so you know, and so, but for the most short part, part, I think the shows and Loki, I think, is like a great start to finish as far as the pacing. But this is how do I want to put this? I think a lot of the format leads to the confusion, which I think is intentional, and that's like the hmm. best way I can put it. I do think the finale is actually pretty great. It's not amazing though, and, and, and to be honest, mm-hmm. I I think my big issue. I would say is that I just rewatched Loki and I remember how much the finale just hits with me, especially with Jonathan Major is just knocking it out of the park and you're in, in the feeling of dread you get as the show ends in, um, you know, with what's to come and the sense of hope you get at the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier, where you're like, wow, we have a black Captain America. Where are we heading now? This for me ends in a way that I love seeing Moon Knight, and uh, and uh, uh, Mister Knight, go ahead, and, like kind of swap personalities in a lot of the fight sequences. That, I thought that was so yeah that that was incredible. That was so like, well done. Especially there was like an old there was like an old boy shot a little bit in yeah with Mr. there Knight is that I, my jaw was on the floor. Like like I I think that's what kills me though is like this is gonna fall in that range of Hawkeye for me because I gave Hawkeye a B plus mm. when I reviewed it. And this show kind of falls closer to an A minus, but it's right in that same tier. I think it's a great show, but what fr- what's frustrating is that I think a rewrite of the la- of the last episode and uh, would elevate it to a solid A. And that's what kind of sucks is that it could have been an amazing show, but I think it ends up being a good to great show. Mm-hmm. Nick, yeah, I'm I'm in agreement with Hunter. I think I. For the first five episodes, I I was a huge fan of this show, and thinking about it and revisiting it, the way it ends on episode five, it's a it's a hell of a cliffhanger off the most yep. emotionally deep story mm-hmm. that I've seen done in one of these shows, and I was a little concerning because we kind of get the big blockbuster ending that is in all of these uh in all of these uh, Marvel Disney Plus shows, but. I think the way the action is shot and even the kaiju fight doesn't look terrible. It looks is actually pretty oh, cool. And I like the, the kaiju whole shit. <laughs> the kaiju fight was pretty awesome. And yeah. in seeing uh, Mark and Steven just switching identities back and forth in the Mr. in the Moon Knight suits and how it'll change mid fight and it's so creative and inventive. It, it was, my jaw was on the floor watching that even bringing in Layla's as, as the Scarlet Scarab. That was such a fun element to introduce, but like also we're saying you needed another episode. You needed at least one more to flesh out some of this, mm. but, but I still am a huge fan of this show. I think it's, um, Same. Uh, for at least the first five episodes, it's one of the better paced, one of the best acted uh, of these uh, Marvel Disney Plus shows. Oscar Isaac is amazing in this. Ethan Hawke, he brings so much so much to a character that in the hands of a lesser actor, it would have been another generic nothing villain. 
Um, May Calamo, yeah. May Calamoe, I think she's awesome. She has a great dynamic with both Mark and Steven whenever they get seen together. Mm. Yeah. 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 And she's kind of the unsung, like, hero in this because um, she really gets a lot of, like, she has to react to, you know, Mark and Steven's, you know, going back and forth really on a dime. And it feels mm. seamless whenever she's doing it. And it's like, wow, okay, like you're keeping because Oscar Isaac's one of the best actors we have. So I mean, you know, but it takes two to tango. And um, mm. uh, it, admittedly, it's really great to see him acting with himself. Like that's just something I went, <laughs> I didn't know I needed this, but this is kind of fucking great. Um, but the violence in the show is something I genuinely have to commend because. There are these points where he just wakes up and he's like, "Oh shit, what happened?" You just see all these people laid out, and it's like, "Oh, and fuck, you see okay. people laid out, and you see Layla look horrified." Yeah, yeah, and, and, but but episode five is one of those uh, one of the things that Marvel TV in general has been really great at doing are these bottle episodes, like in Luke Cage mm. where he gets where he gets shot with the bullet, you know, and you get to go back and see it, what you know what's going on with him. Uh, the Karen episode of Daredevil. Um, uh, the Bushmaster episode in Luke Cage season two, even the, like, e- yeah, even the one where, even the one where it's uh, Matt and Foggy's flashback episode in season one. That's amazing. Yeah, that's a that's a great one too. And so, but watching episode five, just it just it breaks your heart in a way that I'm just like, God damn, because I've read a, a, a couple runs of Moon Knight, um, enough to be somewhat familiar with the character, but not like you know, he's not like my Spider Man or thing like that, but. Mm-hmm. Watching watching that episode, you just go, um, A, some people just shouldn't be parents, which is mm-hmm. <laughs> which is so goddamn unfortunately true. But when you see how, you know, he does create um this other personality, just you know, as you said earlier, Nick the Cope. Um, when the mom is trying to break into his room, that is some shit I like I just went, oh wow! I don't like this at all. This is bumming me the fuck out. But to see Oscar Isaac, uh, Oscar Isaac react to all of that, um, it's it's really it's really haunting at points too in that episode, and it sticks with you. Like I, mm. when I was done with the episode, I was like, let, 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 give me about twenty yeah, minutes when, to call them. Yeah, when I, yeah, when I, yeah, when I watched the episode, I just like poured myself a drink and just like sat on my couch just sipping and thinking about it for a while Mm. yeah yeah um you know my feelings with the series if i had to kind of say i'm gonna ask everybody too if i had to kind of rank the other disney plus series because what you gotta do with a lot of this comic book stuff it's like how's it compared to this other comic book stuff Um, it's fun to do um i'd say maybe it's the third one i think i like the best behind wandavision and loki Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's kind of maybe third place. I think Oscar Isaac does a really good job with the character and the flipping the personalities. Um, and then the fight scene when they do go between Moon Knight and Mr. Knight, I thought was very good. Um, I thought that was a creative action scene. Layla coming in as the Scarlet Scarab. Um, the suit looks a lot better than, you know, 1984 Wonder Woman when she had her shit on and she was doing her. Yeah, Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, yes it does you know and uh she does a lot more cool stuff with her costume than what wonder woman did with her costume there um and so i i thought that was kind of good but again like i think to you know a lot of you guys point reese's point it just feels like when she turned in that character if you just maybe had another episode or if this episode was longer 
Maybe you could have just, you know, elaborated on it more, go into a little bit more and, you know, mm-hmm. kind of give things more depth there. Um, I think the final, you know, like with a lot of these finales, with these Disney Plus shows, I think they've, a lot of them have fumbled the bag. I've always said that too, uh, to Reese's point. Uh, Loki was the best one. I agree with her. I thought that was the best one because I think that one, it was building to something else. I think that's why it's so good mm-hmm. is because it really built in something else. With WandaVision, I think that was more to be self-contained really all that much and then maybe tease something with Wanda and then same thing kind of with Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Hawkeye, where it's just like, okay, well, this whole purpose of those two shows was to set up Kate Bishop being Hawkeye and um, uh, uh, Falcon being the, the new Captain America there. So that was kind of Sam Wilson being the new Captain America. So that's kind of the purpose of those shows. But um, this one, I, I feel like with the ending of this movie, and we'll get into it, um, also the the big you know ending with this one. I feel like it is, you know, good at building to some things. I did like that stinger at the end, which is very good. But it also is kind of confusing mm-hmm. the stuff with the asylum and then, okay, you know, him being dead and that not being dead. But then, okay, the stuff with Arthur Harrow and then one minute he's a doctor and then it's not so it's, it's like where is where is all this stuff fitting in and, and where it is reality and what it's not. I mean, I get that, you know, with the character of Moon Knight, he's, you know, the great thing is the unreliable narrator. Uh, but damn, don't give me DID watching this. I mean, you know, I'm just trying to watch a show about a guy with DID. Um, so I, I thought some of that was a little kind of kind of confusing on my part, or maybe I wasn't paying enough good enough attention to it. Uh, but uh, so, and then the ending is the beam in the sky, which was you know that's an old thing Marvel's been accused of way back. I thought they kind of <clears throat> moved away from that. Um, and then some of the kind of special effects stuff, like when. Like first, when Arthur Harrow and Moon Knight are fighting, it looks kind of goofy. Like when he comes and like knees him in the in the chest or the head, that looks kind of goofy. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the moment we turn... I mean that that's meant to be like a comic panel. Show. Yeah, it is, and that looks a little kind of goofy when he kind of goes into the Moon Knight costume. Sometimes it looks kind of good. Sometimes it doesn't. It looks like kind of like a Fortnite skin. Um, you yeah, know, some, it... sometimes it looks Ow, sometimes shit. it looks great. Other times it looks like they needed another. Yeah. 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 Um I think most of the time it looks good, but yes, there are some shots I was like, eh, alright, little VR troopers ish, but Yeah. <laughs> <That's such> a- <laughs> <God damn. laughs> um I thought, you know, and I the the big kind of kaiju fight between Kanshu um and who was the what was the name of the crocodile again? What was the name of that? Oh, Amit. Amit. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. thought that looked kind of good. I thought that looked good. Um, yeah, I thought that kind of looked kind of fine. I thought they had a nice so kind of Power Rangers. Love that shit. <laughs> yeah, I, so I thought Power Rangers. Um, I, I did kind of. I, I was half. Was exp- I, I was half expecting to hear the fucking uh, theme song. It's like. Dragon Zord showed up in that fight. I went. Oh, shut up and take. Oh, shut up and take all of my money. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I I thought it was kind of. I think they still kind of have a reputation of fumbling the bag when it comes to this finale. I think it wasn't as strong as it could have been, especially this is the shortest episode out of all the episodes. When your finale, you think it should be your longest one to really wrap up a lot. In that, in that, I definitely like. I don't think they fumble nearly as much as uh, as some do. But this is this is an episode that needed to be an hour. Like it really needed to be an hour, um, if not entirely one other episode. But mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so we'll get into the uh, the big thing that happened at the end, and then give kind of final thoughts on that. And I'm gonna go to Hunter since he's the big comic book guy, and let us know. And I'm gonna move around from that. Um, so at the end, you see that. Um, so of course, Moon Knight one defeated Arthur Harrow. 
um you know ethan hawk it turns out okay so and then also you have to explain a little bit too with the whole asylum and the not asylum situation too where he he appears like in there you got to explain that a little bit there too hunter um so it turns out that uh when at the at the end when moon knight says like country's like okay well hey get your wish you you did what you're supposed to do i'll leave um turns out he didn't leave um and that you know you know, he's been working with Jake Lockley is always the person that he wanted to be with and be his avatar. And you see Jake Lockley in this who takes Arthur Harrow out of the institution, the asylum. Um, nice limo, by the way. Nice. He, he, Moon Knight loves... Limo's clean. Yeah, he, he, he's <laughs> on. He loves that cocaine white. Um, he, he likes that white. Um, <laughs> so he takes him in there. Um, and then also Kanchu, he's, he's he's dripped out, you know what I mean? Disco robes. He's <laughs> Kanchu's... Conchu's looking like he's about to head to the Met Gala. Yeah, I mean he's yeah. looking nice, all dapper, and then he's like, "Yes, yeah, yeah, stupid Mark." He thought I, I was wanted... like, was... "Oh yeah, go ahead." Oh, he thought I wanted Layla, but yeah, Jake was the one he wanted. Jake's my boyfriend now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well done. Hey, you got Oscar. You got Oscar Isaac speaking Spanish to me. Then I'll have to fight Ooh. you, Rose. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so you see that, you know, Jake Lockley, um, you know, is the other personality that you've kind of seen there. Um, uh, and he's the avatar of Kanchu. Um, and then he ends up killing Arthur Harris' character, which was a good, by the way. At first, he was like, ah, yeah, whatever, guy. And he's, he pulls out that gun. He's like, oh, hold on, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm just playing. Um, yeah. yeah, but it, you also get some ambiguity with Jake because you see. And pass a couple dead bodies on the way of wheeling yep. uh, Harrow out, mm, yeah. which, which is a complicated thing when you when you bring up Mark Spector and uh, Stephen Grant, mm. and also bring up trying to integrate him with other other Marvel characters. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Hunter, I'm gonna let you kind of take it away there. So what are the kind of the implications um, of this kind of character and potentially a season two with Jake uh, uh, Longley? Um, is it was Lockley right? Jake Lockley. 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 Yeah. So 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 Rose brought up already. Like this is this feels like it's clearly setting up Midnight Suns, which uh, would tie in with Blade and Daredevil. Um, so maybe we. Maybe we see Oscar Isaac and Blade, which oh my god, uh, Mahershala and oh Oscar god, Isaac's I working. Every, I oh my god, that just that just warmed my heart thinking about that. But um, the what I what's really crazy about the uh, the, the the mid credit though is the show has been kind of hints from episode two on that there's a third personality because there were just ser- uh, several blackouts and they just. In the show, like, doesn't explain it, and I and I remember watching it because I rewatched all episodes one through five before I watched the finale. Mm-hmm. I went, "That's interesting that they're not addressing that." Like, like he's aware of it, but what the fuck is happening? And the show does a good job with the whole unreliable narrator, which I think is part of the intended confusion of the show of kind of making you go, like, you know, are we just are we kind of just fucking with you, or is this happening? So when there is that reveal of you know the third one. It, I was like, oh yeah, okay. That this is this makes a lot more. This makes a lot of sense. And so I thought that was actually really uh, cool and how well done it was. The interesting thing about that character is that he's more a street level where he kind of you know like he talks to more people, kind of plays more nightlife aspect because he's a a cab driver, and, and so that's how he goes ahead and you know gathers information. 
that's an easy way to go ahead and, you know, tie him into like uh, defenders. If you end up rebooting, you know, rebooting that, if you don't want to go the midnight sun's route um, there, you know, you could easily go, Oh, he needs to go by the daily bugle, you know, shut up. Um, like, like there are avenues they could go by introducing this third, um, uh, this third personality. Um, as far as the show, Oscar Isaac's like they should really think about pushing for Emmy nomination for him because he just it felt like he rewatched X Men Apocalypse and went I can't <laughs> which, which honestly if this is a, if that's the only reason they made this fucking show I would not be surprised I'm sure I'm sure he got enough shit for being in that fucking movie and going like God damn it can I be in something like involving pyramids that's actually good at least and he he kills he kills it here like he, from episode one on um ethan hawk is basically playing his character like an eviler version of his character from first reformed which is really funny like he's just very soft-spoken and just has this aura about him that you know when you realize he's a cult leader you kind of go yeah that makes sense like i you know like you could see how people would follow this dude and the whole weighing of the scales is done in a way that's really fucking horrifying. Like just the way people drop, it's like, Oh shit. Okay. Um, I, I, I you know, I, I think you brought it up, but yeah, the, 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 the finale being rushed does makes for like, I think a still good finale, but not a great one. And that's what sucks. Like that's the biggest, just like, God damn it. You could have, had a great like a great finale here and really stuck the landing. Um, it sticks the landing well enough for me to still really enjoy the show. But you know, when you think about the finale of Loki, when you think about the finale of uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, where there is that exclamation point where you kind of go, "Okay, hell yeah!" This just ends more of like two periods, which is fine. Hmm. But it's just not you know, it's just not a great ending, which you know. That that's probably the most disappointing aspect of the show. That just doesn't have as great of a finale as I think that it should. Mm. But. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts there, Dusk? Overall, for what I said before, I think they could have do with a bit longer if you're going to do a finale piece here. Um, I guess to alleviate some issues with people's um, kind of. Either way, look at it at the end is kind of almost being a cop-out. Just start season one as everything from Jake Lockley's perspective. Just do a little little reel of season two, if they ever get it one, it's like, oh, that's everything he was doing in the meantime, and from his po- point of view, and then we cut back to Mark and Steven, and you're like, oh, oh, crap. Mm. Give context a little bit. Mm. Um, I think the only thing that kind of didn't work for me, uh, aside for that, is... Uh, Layla just kind of getting her powers. I don't feel it was quite earned. She just kind of gets them. Um, I know they're kind of building her up as to being the Scarlet Scarab, which that's its own thing because she's technically a combination or a, a reinterpretation of Mark Spector's girlfriend in the comics. Yeah. Her father was the archaeologist, but he was not Scarlet Scarab. Scarlet Scarab was a completely different character. Who fought in World War One? A superhero in World War One. So they just decided to combine those characters into one. Um, also in the comics, if I recall, 
Scarab passed down his um, uniform and everything to his son, and that was how. Yeah, it so they're just right. like, yeah. So they're like, that was how it was gonna go. It was gonna go down. So, but instead, I know they hinted throughout through the series, including like in episode four, in her bandage, she had the little scarab symbol of the red, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's what they're doing. Uh, but I just don't think that she completely um, got it. There's even a couple times where she was like, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna kill um, the villain by myself. And even though she's getting warned, like, hey, that's not a good idea. No, I'll just do it by myself. Like, not. Listen to listen to the dead thing talking to you. <laughs> like, haven't you been around that? You're not. You don't stand a chance. Like, at least listen to somewhat reason. Her refusing Konshu, that's fine. Uh, but you know what? I'll say this a lot of the best character probably besides Oscar Isaac in the show is Konshu, a by a voice yeah. by F. Murray Abraham. He's he is the best morally ambiguous character on there because. Yeah, he is. No, he's a bastard. He's a complete, utter bastard. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's a complete, utter bastard. But a part of you, you kind of get where he's coming from in a better manner. You feel there is a weird, like, solemnness and kind of, like, bitter sadness with him where he's just like, I have to do with this. I have no choice. I choose to do this because I don't want to take the easy way. They have to be far, too far gone. But... When he makes like, but every time he makes a promise or makes an oath, you might as well just like, what you what you hide behind your back? Where are your hands? Because every yeah. time he does, it feels yeah. like he crosses his fingers. So it's like, Mark and Stephen, you're relieved from you're relieved from being Moon Knight, and he's just like, good, it's what I wanted. I never wanted to deal with you two in the first place. If if Apple turned to conditions, to could be a monster. It would be possible. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he's like, oh, did you not read the fine print? Yeah. Like, yeah, no, he very much. I mean, even uh, even Stephen brings it up in episode five, where he's just like, "No, he saved your life." He's like, "No, he took advantage yeah. of you. He yeah. took advantage, and he just let it. Ha- Don't let them do that to you again." Mm. And Which, uh, I I would have dinged the show if they hadn't addressed that. I'm very happy they addressed it. No, yeah, it's like no, they took he he like you were at death store. He took the opportunity to take advantage of it, and with Layla too. He may have not wanted Layla, Layla, but he was he was very like. Become my avatar. Yeah, give me your body. No, oh, oh. It, fine. It, it is funny how Layla brings that up too, and he's like, "What? I didn't." It's like you're moving on this quick. He's like, "No, no, baby, come on." Exactly. <laughs> no, totally not. And then as soon as he gets Mark, he's like, "Oh, I got my bo- I got my my boy back." And then and then it's just like, "All right, so we're gonna just keep on going." He's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa. We need to do." Uh... There's like also a, a bit of pro, like a bit of like proud though. You get a sense that he's actually kind of proud, but even though he's chastising, like, you're going to renegotiate in the middle of our thing? Well, we learn from the best, and he's just like, hey, no, yeah, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, I can't blame you. Yeah, all right. And he's like, you see him sit down after that. He's like, okay, fine. What do we, like, how do you want to do this? And he doesn't object. He's like, if that's, all right, ah, fine. If that's what you wish, fine. <laughs> let's get, let's get to it. He kind of passes by it, but it's like, yeah, but. That's also going to be a big contention. They're going to probably, if they get a season two, they're definitely going to bring up the, wait, so you're just like milking our, or you're just using our body and the other personality. But what's also weird is if you notice on the um, on the, the limo, it has Spectre in the lane plates. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's very specific. Yeah, I love, uh, yeah, love so that too. There's still a clear like respect Kanchu has for Mark Spectre as the primary he still yeah. does res- like that's w- what's weird about him. He does actually care about his avatars, 
he does seem to have a bond with them and does respect them, but he less questions, please. More doing when I tell you. Mm. Like that's basically with Jake Lockley. That's what he gets. He gets a wet worker. He gets a hitman. Doesn't really care. Doesn't really ask questions. Uh, um, so that'll be interesting to see. Um, besides those things, I think I think the show is probably one of the better shows on, on Disney Plus right now. Uh, a lot of Easter eggs, very well done. That didn't feel out of place. The scenes in the uh, asylum reminded me a lot of. I don't know if anyone's played this, but has anyone played the dark the darkness too? No. Played the yeah, darkness franchise. Yeah, I've played it a couple. Yeah, I've played it. I would recommend the darkness franchise. Those two games, by the way, the second one's different than the first one, but I would highly recommend them. They're very kind of trippy, but very good like first person shooters. I would. Check them out if you haven't. But there's a whole uh, art. Uh, a character gets gets hurt or killed, and he keeps ending up in this insane asylum. That very much had a oh, everyone I know in real life is insane asylum. Nick, did it make you feel better knowing that uh, the lady who was being mean to the Stephen, she was in the insane asylum? You holding one of the plushies? <laughs> make you feel a little better? Yeah. Uh, yeah, she should. She should have been one of the people that got killed by. <laughs> At the, end, at the end, I hated her so. I hated her so much. You know what? If they did, that would have actually been a great moment. Where like Steve, Steven looks like, oh, oh my god, that's my pulse. And he looks to Mark and Mark. Like there should be like a moment where Mark's like, I didn't, I don't remember them. I don't remember her. And it's just like, what? Of course you do. That that would have been like a great like. I don't, I don't remember. But Jake's like, I had nothing. This crap. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah, he just got a, like a gift card stand. Just beat the yeah. shit. <laughs> Exactly. I get a feeling that Jake was the one who probably asked the woman out too, like initially in the beginning, mm-hmm. because well, Mark well, seemed well, well, uninterested in doing any of that. But when you learn more about <laughs> that, it's like, yeah, Jake has no ties to anybody. He doesn't care. Mm. Final, yeah, true. Uh, final thoughts, Nick. Uh, um, me too. I think this is probably uh, at least for the first five episodes. I think it's probably one of my favorites of these uh, Disney Plus shows. I do think uh, a common thing with them, they just, they're either like too long or there's not enough. And I think this is a case where it's not enough episodes and not enough time spent with a lot of these characters in order to make that finale really hit. But for five episodes, it's a pretty damn good uh, series on its own. I, I'm kind of shocked that there's no announcement ready for a second season considering where the show ends up. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Rose. Yeah, going off of that, it, it still holds my partial theory that they are in fact working on it and just being kind of coy about it right now until they get some of the mm. other maybe different stuff going or whatever. And go, oh yeah, by the way, we've been working on it this whole time. Bye. <laughs> Overall, I, I liked it. I, I always used to kind of use the character as a joke punching bag, you know, just so bad. Uh, but they, they really made me fall in love with and, and understand the character in a way that I've never thought. I'm supremely bummed that he doesn't show up again. On the other hand, I do get Isaac's reluctance I do the franchise and kind of sign on to it on a la carte basis after how he was treated by Star Wars, but 
it seems like even though they're both under the yeah. <laughs> they are two very, very different animals in how they operate, how they treat their stars and things like that. So hopefully mm. the Marvel guys treat them a lot better and yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of contracts being made now are are not what it used to be with Marvel, where they'd sign. No, no, no. Oh, I'm gonna make a five five movie deal. They've seen how that goes and the toll it takes, and they're like three, maybe two or three, and yeah. we'll see from there. Um, they've been very, and they're even having in the clauses in their contracts where they if they go south, they're gonna bow out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Reese, any final thoughts? Um, no, like I said before, overall, I really enjoyed it, and Oscar Isaac is great, he's perfect for this role, and I just love how he can switch from being really physical to, you know, using his face to act, and he's just the perfect person to play this character. Uh, like I said, again, the ending I felt was a little bit rushed, could have used another episode, but overall, it was really, really good, and it's probably one of my top three of the Marvel shows now. Top three? Uh, yeah. I okay. Alright. Um, yeah, I thought it was a good, I, I, was, I thought, it's, I think it's fine, um, as a series as a whole, I'd give it, you know, like, uh, I don't think it's a high must-watch, but, uh, at a, you know, so many things that, that are on TV right now, um, I don't think it's priority right now, there's so many great television, I don't think it really stands out all that much, but I still think it's a solid show, and you can stream it, um, on Disney Plus right now, um, but yeah, um, um, I would be interested to see a season two, I think, uh, I would, I would be very interested. Yeah, season two. Um, so that was Moon Knight. Um.